This is the theme song. It's Heavy Hitters, season two finale. Get ready, we're gonna hit you heavy. I'm Kenzie, she's Randy. This is the theme song. Hi. Hi. My name is Kenzie. My name is Miranda. I don't know why. I couldn't just say the name. Hi, I'm I'm Miranda. Howdy, I'm Miranda. Howdy. Miranda writes, you have the right to remain silent. (laughs) I have completely derailed the train. So, Kenzie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Today was pretty bad. (laughs) Pretty bad? I'm doing great. Today sucked. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had to take a sick day because my kid was sick. It always sucks a little bit more when it's not your own sick day. Right. You, have to, you still have to fucking try. Okay, actually, I didn't take a sick day. I worked from home with my sick kid. And you want to know what's worse than taking PTO for a sick day? Working from home with a sick kid. <laughs> oh. Dude, um... this is our lastest episode of season two. How do you feel? I feel good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I'm feeling good. But yeah, so Randy. Yes. Randy Pandy. Sorry, I said I'd never call you that and then I just did. Um, I don't mind. Okay, good. Worse things. (laughs) I'll call you worse things. Um, What do you got for us this week? Well, I've got. You're like, oh, what do I have? Oh, do you? Oh, boy, do I ever. Spooky. Um, It is not really spooky, but like we were talking earlier, you know, sometimes when we're recording the podcast, yes, obviously, we always like to respect any victims that are in the stories. But we also, in turn, have to really shit on the bad guy or suspected or proposed bad guy. The shit boxes, if I you will. I love shitting on a shit box. Um, same. And so today we have ourselves. Mm, we can't say an official shit box, but a suspected shit box. And so, yeah, things are still evolving. And so next season, I hope to have. An update on this situation, but for now, we're just going to jump in to how things currently are, as is. As is. Okay. So, we're hopping in our handy-dandy time machine. Don't mind my Blue's Clues reference. Handy-dandy time machine. (laughs) And we're going to... 1983. Can I just mention that that's the year my favorite GMC came out? Boom. I love that for you. Thank you. And what (laughs) was that GMC? Okay, so technically it was built in uh, 1983, although it's the model year, 1984, and it's like, mm, okay, so it's the two-tone. It's silver on top, black on the bottom, got a red pinstripe going through the middle, and like the best would be a quad cab dually, like a crew cab. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Nice. So beautiful. Anyway. Nice. Very well, nice. I have my I fucking pick moment. Like, I love that for you. We had a little <laughs> car history sprinkled in today for those of you who 
um, like the automotive industry. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening. And thanks for sharing. <laughs> okay. So what also happened in 1983 in Yugoslavia, Anna Lubicic was born and she grew up there and she went to college there. But then in 2005, she moved to our lovely country, the United States. So when she moved here, she started working at hotels. She worked at, like, a lot of different hotels. And I don't really know what she did at the hotels. Um, but she was, like, important. Ooh. Um, and so she did that for, like, the first 15 years that she was in America. And in 2016, she married a man named Brian Walsh. And the couple, after they were married, went on to have three sons, who as of this January were six, four, and two years old. It has been said that Anna's a very loving mother to all three of the boys. And in early 2022, Anna took a job as a regional general manager for a very large real estate company. So Anna and Brian lived together in Massachusetts with their boys, but they also co-owned a residence in Washington, D.C., because that is, for the most part, where Anna's job had her working from. So um, Brian and the boys would stay in Massachusetts, and she would go to D.C. fairly often for work. And then she would just stay there rather than, you know, commuting several hours. (sighs) So now that we have that backstory, we are going to get into some shit. Some shit. So I'm going to do kind of like I did with the Murdoch episode, which if you haven't listened to that yet, go back a couple, where I'm just going to give like a general timeline of what we know at this point. First thing, December 27th, 2022. So this is quite recent. Oh, heck, it was the day before my birthday. (sighs) Yes, it was. The day before our podcast anniversary as well. That too, yes. (laughs) So on that day, Brian made a Google search of, quote, what's the best state to divorce for a man? So not thinking, or not sure if that means, like, he wants to get divorced but doesn't want to get fucked over, like with custody because he thinks that the mom always gets custody or something okay or what that's about but that is something that happened i don't know why but in my head it was like what's the best way to divorce to get a man that could also (laughs) be a possibility i I mean i don't know the way that he worded whatever he was trying to accomplish I don't know why it's worded that way, but I feel like it could have been stated better. So that was December 27th. So then, a few days later, on New Year's Eve, which is obviously December 31st, um, Anna, who is, um, you know, I don't know why I said who is. Anna <laughs> and Brian hosted Brian's friend, Jem, at their house for dinner for to celebrate New Year's. Jem. Jem. G-E-M. Okay. Um, so the two apparently went to bed around, like, 1, one thirty in the morning after Jem left, and that night, Anna allegedly tells Brian 
like, hey, there's a work emergency. She's supposed to fly out on January 3rd to go back to D.C., but she says she needs to fly out in the morning, which would be January 1st, for this work emergency. So they go to bed. Then the next morning, Brian says Anna got, quote, got ready, kissed him goodbye, and told him to go back to sleep. Likely fucking story. Is according, yeah, I mean, and he doesn't really give a time for that, but this is all according to a probable cause affidavit. Anna typically, when she would go to the airport, would take an Uber or Lyft or taxi from their house. And on this day, she would have taken some sort of ride share between 6 and 7 a.m. Um, and so that, like, we don't know any details of what she allegedly took that morning or what time it was she left because Brian says she told him to go back to bed. Um, so at the, that point, that is like exit Anna from the story. Okay, bye. So after Anna is allegedly gone, Brian used one of their son's iPads to do some Google searching. He searched, quote, how long before a body starts to smell? Oh. Quote, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. <laughs> if you really need to. <laughs> I like the specification, honestly. Uh, quote, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? Oh my god. And, quote, how to clean blood from wooden floor. Not suspicious at all. I mean, <laughs> not gonna lie, I Who felt suspicious. Who the fuck is this? I felt suspicious typing that shit into my notes. I cannot imagine... Typing it into the Google search bar. Right. I feel like I'm on a watch list just for having this Google Doc. Right. (sighs) That's why I write all my notes. No one will know. (laughs) I'm very disturbed by the fact that he used their son's iPad to search those things, by the way. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm going to pin it on my six-year-old. Like, yeah, uh, I could (laughs) potentially be searching these things in relation to your mother. But I'm going to use your iPad. So at 3 p.m. on January 1st, a babysitter got to the Walsh's house and Brian left to get groceries. And he says that when he was gone, he also went to see his mother, who lived about an hour away. But he left his phone at home. And he supposedly goes to Whole Foods and CVS while he's out and about. And then claims that since he didn't have his phone, he got lost. Like, going from <laughs> his house to his mom's house to CVS and Whole Foods. Okay. Um, and again, he left at 3 p.m. Didn't get home until around 8 p.m. I'm going to go out on a limb here and just say this guy did it. Um, Sorry. Oh, maybe. Alleged, potentially, <laughs> he's a, he could be a suspect. Oh. um so Anna's phone was pinging near the family's home like on and off throughout the day on January 1st and then into January 2nd which then brings us to January 2nd where Brian went to home goods and bought a few rugs um remember he was trying to get blood potentially maybe searching how to get blood stains out of a wood floor sweep them under the rug (laughs) 
get a rug if you are having that problem, potentially, allegedly. <laughs> he also Googled, quote, hacksaw, best tool to dismember. What? Everyone knows it's a sawzall. <laughs> what? Who who said that? <laughs> oh gosh. Hi. Um <laughs> that that's too noisy. Oh, okay. <laughs> he also Googled, quote, can you be charged with murder without a body? What? And this one I don't know why, but this one just seems I mean, they're all fucking terrible, but this one seems extra sinister. Quote, can you identify a body with broken teeth? Jesus Christ. So, after he does his Googling, he went to Home Depot, where he bought $450 worth of items, including cleaning supplies, um, like mops, baking soda... And then he also bought some tarps, some goggles, a hatchet, um, all while wearing a surgical mask the whole time he was in the store, and gloves, and he paid with cash. Because COVID. Because COVID. And because potentially evidence, maybe allegedly, maybe supposedly. A little bit. Um, so then, January 3rd. <laughs> Brian Googled, quote, what happens to hair on a dead body? It stays there forever. I, I don't know Bitch. if he was thinking, like, a person who committed a crime's hair on another person's body. The hair stays. Or the body of the deceased person. But that's just an oddly specific, like... Right. I don't know why that... Okay. This one is also wildly specific. Um, quote, what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on a surface in the woods? It depends on the heat. And the animals. That too. I just, I really like CSI and NCIS. Same. Same. Um, but that is a very icky question. Like, what the actual um, fuck, bro? And... Also, what the actual fuck if that was answered on Google? Well, I mean, there are the top ten <laughs> best ways to hide a body or whatever the fuck. If you really need to. If Yeah, if you really need to. Forgot um, about that part. If you don't have reason, don't even open this article. Don't bother. Don't bother. Yeah. Um, Articles for the real ones. Yeah. I just really <laughs> hope that that didn't have an answer. Because, first of all, what the fuck? It is such a run-on sentence. If I Google more than six words, something doesn't <laughs> pop up. And that is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I believe. 22 words. And the parenthetics. Come on. <sighs> okay. And then he also Googled, quote, can baking soda mask or make a body smell good? No. Again, it's lime. Can you... I just can't... I don't even... Like I said, I don't like having those words typed in my Google Docs. Like, I'm going to delete <laughs> these notes after this episode because okay. I don't want this to be linked back to me any more than it already is. Like, I Burn already after dirty. reading. I already feel dirty, like, just talking about dirty. it. Like, I can't imagine typing those words in and hitting search. Like, no. Search? <laughs> 
this guy oh my god i don't want to know what comes up for half those things yeah well he did (sighs) true very true so after he did his googling at 427 brian's cell phone data placed him near an apartment complex in abington which is a town nearby where video footage shows a man that really looks a lot like Brian putting a garbage bag in a dumpster that he removed from his car. Um, And he's like struggling with the bag as if it's heavy. Huh. Then at 448, he goes to a different apartment complex, but there's no footage of him or anything. Well, no footage of anyone resembling him. Um, And then at 510, his phone data again puts him at another apartment complex where on some video footage, a man that appears to be him just puts some items in their dumpster. Um, and then he leaves. So, yeah. Um, then January 4th, Brian went to Home Goods and TJ Maxx where he bought some towels and some bath mats and then he went to Lowe's and he bought some squeegees and a trash can. I'm just saying he could have easily found a trash can at TJ Maxx. <sighs> Very true. But maybe he needed like the big like 50 gallon like yeah. you rake your leaves into that trash can or your dead body. I mean, oh. Allegedly, perhaps, maybe. Supposedly. Possibly. <laughs> um, so then, Anna's workplace called the police department and requested a wellness check on Anna around 11.45 because she had not yet shown up for work. Um, when they called, Brian had not reported her missing at all, but he did later that same day. Um, so the police are working on this wellness check. So they go to the Walsh's home that evening and interview Brian, which can I just say her employer called at 1145 and I think it was like around six o'clock PM when they got to the house to check on her. Oh yeah. Well, and also like technically why wouldn't the employer call the husband? They talked to him. Oh. And he was like, Uno reverse card, do you know where she is? They're like, do you know where Anna is? And he's like, do you know where she is? (laughs) No, do you know? (laughs) Good talk. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, So we're going to go ahead and call the cops. So I'm pretty sure potentially that could have been the motivating reason for him reporting it to the police, too, because he was like, oh, like someone has caught on to this. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it was the evening hours when they got to the Walsh house, and Brian gave them, like, some of the timeline that I've already given. Um, while the cops are at the house, they noticed that there was a plastic liner in the back seat of his car. Like, he had the very back, like, row of seats put down, and then had plastic on top of it. Um, the next day cops talk to him again but his car has been freshly vacuumed and the liner is now gone i am baffled Uh, and he tells the cops oh yeah i threw that away okay 
Um, on January 5th, also, the cell phone data shows Brian at yet another apartment complex where 12 trash bags were later located. So the items included some things that were bloodstained. There were some cleaning materials as well as a hacksaw and a hatchet, a protective suit, a Prada purse, a COVID-19 vaccine card that had Anna Walsh's name on it, Hmm. um, and a pair of boots that appear to be the same pair that she was last seen in. Um, so on that day, which again is January 5th, the police announced that she had been missing. They're finally like publicly announcing it. Right. Um, since like shortly after midnight on January 1st, because his, you know, recollection, recollection of events (laughs) is that. They went to bed around 1, 1.30, and then she woke up and got ready for work and then came in and said, go back to sleep, I'm leaving, and that was it. Go back to sleep, I'm leaving. Yeah. So, on January 6th, the police launched a large-scale search where they had canine units involved and rescue teams, and their main area of focus was the woods that was near the Walsh's home. And then the next day, investigators were trying to corroborate Brian's story, timeline, what have you. Um, But they find out that he never went to Whole Foods or CVS on January 1st, as he had previously reported. Remember the day that he went to his mom's house and got lost because he didn't have his phone and twat. Yeah. Um, But they scoured through all of the surveillance footage from CBS and Whole Foods and see that Brian is not there. So later that day, police announced that their search for Anna had concluded. And the next day, investigators obtained a search warrant for the Walsh's home where they found blood in the basement as well as a knife that was damaged and covered in blood. They also found no evidence that Anna took an Uber, Lyft, or taxi on January 1st to go to the airport. <laughs> um, Brian was arrested and charged with misleading the police due to them finding out that he was not at Whole Foods or CBS. That happened on January 8th. And he pled not guilty to that charge. Which, how? Like, you are... Literally, okay, not seen on the footage, but whatever. Um, so now we are skipping forward a little bit. He has been in jail since January. <laughs> um, they charged him with... Wait, that was very quick. I'm proud of their police work. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that truly. And I'm a little bit confused because they've char- they charged him with her murder... On January 17th, um, he's been in jail ever since. But then last week on March 30th, they charged him, or no, he was indicted by a grand jury um, and charged with first degree murder. And then he was charged with, um, like, I can't think of their specific wording. 
um, basically like misleading the police and then moving a dead body without having the permission to do so. Yeah. I love random weird laws like that. Um, but I'm just so confused because he was charged with those things in January to an extent. Um, so I, I don't know, but, um, he has pled not guilty to all the charges that he has been arraigned on. Um, he has not been arraigned yet on the newest charges, which, like I said, I'm kind of confused on the difference between, I'm sure some, someone out there knows the difference between what's going on. Everything that I was reading was confusing because it was making it seem like, Kind of like it's all the same thing, just different wording, which it might be. I don't know if it's, like, <laughs> more technical charges that he's facing now. Right. Um, now that they've, like, been able to narrow it down with more evidence or what. Um, but he has, like I said, not had an opportunity to plea on the most recent charges. But everything else to date, he has said he's not guilty of. But now there are some things to be noted. First, and this frustrates the shit out of me um since the cops were so busy trying to chase down like his every move that he had made in the days before they got involved by the time they realized he had disposed of the trash bags and things like that before they were notified of Anna's disappearance the garbage that he dumped or the man that looked like him on the camera dumped um had been picked up already and incinerated at the dump. So what he took to the dumpsters before they found, like, the 10 bags that had her shoes, supposedly, her COVID-19 vaccine card, and all those things, like the heavy trash bag in particular, I'm very curious about, but we will never know what was in it because it has been burnt. That seems so, like... I I didn't know trash. Is this, I didn't. I thought trash just got put into a landfill, Rand. Well, I don't. I know, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel so stupid everywhere. Right. It could be. Um. I don't know. I, I, mean, if I he also had grew up on research. a farm and we burnt our trash. So. Well, exactly. Like, I I don't know if it's maybe different everywhere. Or if in his research he found that, like, places that have a dumpster, they burn what's in a dumpster, maybe? Right. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Clearly he was not afraid to Google things about this. What a fucking... Yeah, he probably was like, does this apartment building burn their trash? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is very frustrating to me. This is something else that I found in 2014, which, like I said, Anna and Brian got married in 2016. Um, so this is before they were ever married. Anna reported to the police in Washington, D.C. that she had received a threat from someone that they were going to kill her and her friends. Um, she reported it to the police, and when she reported it initially, she said... Like, point blank, it was Brian Walsh. Um, Okay. And then the cops were trying to follow up with her, like, doing an investigation, and she stopped cooperating with them. So there was never any charges that happened out of that, but, like, they have the police report to verify that that did, in fact, happen across their desk at some point. Well, and, like, 
if anything, like, what are they saying his motive was? Like, this, like, obviously it seemed like he wanted a divorce or was looking into it, but... Well, he... This is another thing about him, and I didn't include it because I didn't know if people really cared, but... I care. uh, (laughs) He... He got in some legal trouble. He was actually on house arrest when this all happened. Whoa. Um, because he... How did he go shopping? Well, that's the thing. He was supposed to be getting... That's part of what he's in trouble for right now. Because he was... He had an exception to his house arrest to take his kids to school. Um, but obviously he did not get permission to go to dump garbage in apartment buildings. Dumpsters. Or dump bodies. Uh, maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so yeah. He he was on house arrest because he got involved in a lawsuit. Well, there's two lawsuits. First, he... So his dad was a doctor. His dad died... I think it was 2018. Okay. And in his will said basically like i leave nothing to brian except for like thoughts and prayers like <laughs> he's like respectively fuck off and so brian right and so brian tried to contest his will and say that he should get money and that like the will was forged and all this shit and he lost um shortly after that he got sued because he was selling artwork on eBay and claiming that, like, the artwork that he was selling were pieces that had been done by Andy Warhol. Oh, cool. But they weren't. Um, And so he has been found guilty of those charges, but he has not yet been sentenced, which is why he was on house arrest. Um, so, the fact that he wanted the money from his dad, his wife has a really good job, she's really successful, and one of the first things he googled after she potentially disappeared was how long could, uh, after someone goes missing, oh, did he get the inheritance or whatever. I think he was financially motivated. Okay, that definitely makes sense then. Uh, I don't know that for sure. That's just my speculation. If he did commit this crime, um, that Google search just really is fishy. Right. Um, And then this is also something that, like, one of my concerns that I had in doing this, like, they had three little kids. Where are the kids? Um, They are in the state custody in Massachusetts, which is sad. Like, they're in foster care probably. Is her family, like, are they still in America, or have they, like, dispersed? No, they live in Slovakia. Okay. Well, I didn't know if she, um... Oh, yeah, because she didn't move here with her family. Sorry. Yeah, she moved here after college. I misplaced that. Yeah, so her family is not around here, sadly. Um... So, yeah, the boys that my understanding being in state custody is that they're in foster care. I hope at least they're all together and not split up. Right. Because can you imagine the fucking trauma that those kids have already gone through? Right. Like the legit shell shock that would send you. Through. That's <sighs> like literally both of your parents. Yeah. You lose them both when one kills the other. Yep. Well, and they were already potentially going to lose their dad anyway, since he had not been oh, yeah. sentenced for his 
art crimes. Um, oh, God. When Brian faced his other charges last week, the Norfolk District Attorney said in a release, quote, This is only a step in a long process during which Brian Walsh enjoys the constitutional presumption of innocence and all of the protections afforded to him under the Constitution. We are thankful for the detectives who have put so many hours into assembling the evidence in this matter and the witnesses who have assisted us in coming to this step. So hopefully there are a handful of witnesses that can help, you know, help the right thing happen. If he's guilty, hopefully they can testify to that. And that, um, yeah. If he's not guilty, I can't wait for the wild fucking ride to go on to figure out what the hell happened. I can't imagine. I mean... Everyone thought OJ was guilty, and look at him, I guess, but... Shut up. He, this dude ain't as rich as OJ. It's different. <laughs> true. True. Casey Anthony, everyone thought she was guilty. Look at Shut her. up. Okay, I, <laughs> stop making me feel worse. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm playing oh, devil's advocate. Um, but at, so, basically, at this point in time, the prosecution believes that Brian beat Anna and had every intention of her dying while he did that. Um, and to date, her remains have still not been found. Like I said, that I suspect potentially what Brian put from the heavy garbage bag into that apartment complex was maybe a body. She has been cremated. And yeah, she's been cremated is my thought. Um, as things currently sit, he is facing charges of misleading a police investigation slash obstruction of justice, improper conveyance of a human body, and first-degree murder. And if he is convicted of first-degree murder, Massachusetts law, if you are convicted of first-degree murder, you have basically no other sentencing option other than life in prison without the chance of parole. Good. Yeah. If he's guilty. If he's good. guilty. Maybe. Good. Yeah. He so sounds that, like a real big asshole. Yeah, and that's all I have to talk about him, but I just, the Google searches are just unbelievable. I mean. Right? God, that's, that's, <clears throat> I hate men. I mean, oh, no, I don't. I don't hate men. I love, I love a few men. You hate bad most men. most of them. I hate bad men. I too hate bad men. Yeah, just, and and he was googling, you know, best state to get a divorce for a man. Right. So I don't know if maybe he talked to her about it and she was like, I don't want to get a divorce or I'm literally like best state to know. divorce your wife for a man. I'm going to leave my <laughs> wife and get myself a man. That's just... I'm going to find a real man. Yeah. Which not no into Anna. that. You Again, go, but... don't kill your fucking wife. Yeah, there's better ways to go about that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I love these dudes who think that, like, for some reason, I am I get to go play God, and then I'm going to get away with it? Like, no, mm-hmm. you are not special. There's nothing good about you. You're not going to get away with this shit. Right. God. Someone, someone needs to go back in time and tell his mama to use a condom. Or tell 
him at a young age, if he is gay and he actually is looking for a man, <laughs> just do that right off the bat. Just yeah, just get, even... get you a man's. When it's when it's time for 2023, no one gives a flarp about it. You're good. And, and don't involve some poor, innocent woman and have kids with her and then kill her. Right. Potentially, she is not allegedly. your beard. Yeah. You can't just get rid of her when you're ready. When you're tired of her. When it's convenient for you. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. <clears throat> Sorry. Alleged douchebag. <sighs> yeah. Maybe sort of kind of douchebag. Big time shitbox. Shitbox Brian. <sighs> Alleged shitbox Brian. <laughs> but probably shitbox Brian. But it's not looking too good for Brian. Wow. Well. Well, Mirandy. Randall. Miranda Rama. That's me. <laughs> That's what they call me. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, that's that's it. That's all I have for the rest of season two. That's all she wrote, folks. That's and, all she wrote. And I guess there is one thing we have left to say. And that is... We will not see you next Tuesday. We will see you some Tuesday, but not next Tuesday. Not next Tuesday, motherfuckers. Ha, ha, ha. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy the, the, the spring. Enjoy the Iowa, whatever the fuck is going on. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have summer at some point. Yeah, someday we're going to have a summer. I have hope. Some, some, somebody, some. Okay. I don't have hope, but now get at the least fuck I have out of the cornfield. Get the fuck out of my cornfield. It's time to combine. <laughs>